Hello and welcome to episode 156 of How About This? Your ears are a church. Your ears are a church. Blessed are the voices, Blessed that, go the voices that go in there. These three men, These three are, men ordained are ordained to entertain, to entertain you. you. Huh. How about this? Chair was a girl who liked to smile. But she didn't know where to tune a radio dial. Then Charlie told her, got through to her at last. Just listen to How About This? It's a fucking funny podcast. This is a love story in the church of fun. Everybody, let me your ears. Ow! Jerry was a flirting, sassy miss. She told everyone, get on board with How About This? Try to go Jerry now, he liked the heat. In the Church of, the love. Church of love, how about this? How about this? Bring, you, bring together. you together. I, I now, now pronounce you. Ow! Just no nonsense. In no nonsense. Nah. We don't have time. Rick no Brown fat. is a busy man. No fat in this. Yeah. We're just fat. all podcast. Yep. No fluff. <laughs> oh my god. That's our mantra. We've never done that before. I know. It's all fluff, guys. Facts. Yes. Facts. facts. Random facts. Okay. One five six. Yes. Seventy percent of Tasmanian devils have died since nineteen ninety six due to a contagious facial cancer with a hundred percent fatality rate. That's an interesting fact. Next. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are quite morbid. Now, um, now here's one for us, oh. um, which ties right into this podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's basically been this fact has been written for this podcast. All the, facts are written for this podcast. The Beatles trip. Yeah. To India. Yeah. <gasps> Ended badly <laughs> the because, the, because the Maharashi yeah. wanted the band to deposit up to 25% of their next album's profits in his Swiss bank account Jeez. As, wow. a, as a tithing. Wow. To which John Lennon replied, No. <laughs> Over my dead body. How'd that sound? Over my dead body. Yeah, that's how John Lennon sounded. And the Maharashi <laughs> said, but, but guys... Come on. It's the only way to prove that you're truly on Spiritual board. By paying for it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's. Well, that's, what is money? I yeah. know. What is money? It's transient. It's basically Scientology. It's not like <laughs> money will be around after you pass on to the spirit realm. No. No. I don't know. Those Egyptians. They, they did like to be buried with the good stuff. Just yeah. in case. Everything. And all their servants. Yeah. Just yeah. in case. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of just in case attitude is. I mean, that's what religion's yeah. based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That oh, conversation. Totally. Uh, g'day, John. Um, I just need you to go. In the tomb. <laughs> in the tomb with Tutankhamun. Yeah. Uh, my, yes, grandma, my grandmother, who had no religion, um, was baptised when she was in her 80s. Wow. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. I think deathbed conversions are, are right. I, mean, I think a lot of yeah, their yeah, business yeah. is done. That, that's when they should be asking for, for tithe. Uh, and everything is yeah. when people are on their deathbeds. Yeah. People are just, just in case is... is yeah. Front of mind. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but just those just in case, kind of like the ambulance chasers of, of priests. They're just like, all right, let's, let's, yeah. oh, like right now. <laughs> yeah. it's, while they're in emergency, let's go. And uh, what I'm sure what they do before they go in is they turn the heating up. Right. So, that that, yeah. so that hell feels real close, real yeah. palpable. Right, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Gee, it's really hot. Oh, imagine going to hell. Yeah. Oh, you better give us half your income and, <laughs> oh, burning, and your assets. Sign this paper, just in case. Just like an altar boy with a lighter at their feet. <laughs> so I bet the Maharashi was spewing that he wasn't around when John Lennon... Or, or was he? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was, he was. Yeah, maybe that guy was yeah. the Maharashi. Just, Kill just, John Lennon just, and you'll go to heaven. And while he was bleeding out, yeah. 
The Maharashi was like 25%. That's all you so had to do. That's the case. That's all we want. Um, but did you know if you freeze milk, yeah. milk stored in the freezer will stay safe for consumption indefinitely. What? That's forever. Oh, my God. It's never not good. Wow. You can so put it in there. 100 years later... Drink that what's, milk. What's this in the What's this in the freezer? You know Drink how it? I know that. No worries. Wow, because you can do the same sperm. <laughs> sperm. It's good <laughs> okay. indefinitely. I mean, indefinitely. not to drink. I mean, well, not I would. If you were stuck. no judgment. No, no. I mean, absolutely whatever. no judgment. It's full of protein. It's the good stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't want to know what's in your freezer anymore, Jason. That's I all right. Just don't randomly go in and grab the ice cube tray <laughs> without looking. <laughs> He's been conducting liquid experiments in his freezer. <laughs> Norway. Ice ice baby. Norway is ranked as the country least likely to be affected by climate change. Norway? What's that? I that is know. odd. And do you know who's the most vulnerable? Tuvalu. Australia. Chad. Tuvalu. Chad. Oh, God, I guess I suspect they have a Beckham. <laughs> oh, Bex. Bex. You, you're you connected in... to Chad somehow. Yeah. Oh, oh, How's climate change in, in Chad? It's, look, it's uh, literally the thermometer slash barometer of climate change. Yeah, yeah apparently, unbeknownst to me, Chad is, is uh, going to be hardest hit by climate change. Uh, something about the geographical location. Really? And it's it's a relationship to other geographical locations and right. how high it is and how low it is. And I guess um, how much water is nearby and but all that sort of stuff. lucky style. for me, lucky for David Beckham. Yeah, you don't have to worry. Well, I made a mistake. What? I, 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 th- I thought that I had moved to Chad, yeah. the country in Africa. Yeah. Right. But I hadn't even moved there. Really? really? No, I got that completely wrong. You moved in with Chad? No, I'm... The no, drummer I'm, from Red no, Hot Chili Peppers? No, I had recently moved to Chadston. Oh. oh Chadston? Yeah, the shopping oh. centre. Oh, that's much right. different. Yeah, me and, me and Vicky moved into... We've got a little shop front in Chadston. Right. Oh, you've got a little shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what are you selling? But I thought... I mistakenly thought that that was Chad, the country in oh. Africa. Because, I mean, I travel around a lot. I yeah, right. I don't know where I am half yeah. the time. You yeah. don't know what and time so zone you're in. When, the, when I said, oh, where are we now, Vicky? She, and she said, Chadston. What right. I heard was Chad, Chad, the African country. Yeah. Right. But the whole time I've been living comfortably in a massive shopping centre in in a, in Melbourne, Australia. Climate control, did, totally did, climate control. Did, did not alarm bells go off for you at some point where, where you thought uh, Chad is a th- you know a third world African uh, country? That shopping centre to me feels like a third world right, country. I yeah, that's I true. I mean, it's yeah, that's got all the mod cons and everything, but you don't know how me and Vicky like to live. Right. I mean. <laughs> A shopping mall that's got all the mod cons is a real step down for us, yeah. but we're trying to rough it. All oh, right, we're oh, trying okay. to get in touch with the little people. Nice. Which toilets do you use? I, I don't. I, I mean, this is part of being David and David Beckham. Right. Uh, you don't use toilets anymore. Oh, oh really? We yeah, no. Just have someone come around. It's yeah. a vacuum extraction method. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, it's pretty high tech. Do you vacuum it out yourself or you have someone to do it? Oh, that it's, is a ridiculous question for you to ask. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You must feel pretty silly asking David Beckham a question like that. I do now. I, if you're not blushing with embarrassment. <laughs> I am, I can't you see? I literally am. I can no longer tell colours. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? From the, all the fluoro light at Chadston? It's as you evolve as a, as a human being, oh. you no longer need colours. Because, really? you know, colours were there mainly to get, keep you safe in nature. Yeah. Right. And to be able to distinguish what's good and what's bad. But as you get richer and, and more well-to-do, yeah. it's pointless. Everything's safe. Everything's good. Well, There's nothing you... that can hurt you. So why bother with colours? Are you giving money to the church? Have you thought about that? Uh, ch- you, uh, you transcend churches when you get to David, oh, really? David and Vicky levels. Uh, unto he himself. is the church. Yeah. The church of Bex. If you're not coming to worship at the altar of Bex, yep. 
then you're not doing life right. Okay. Yeah. In fact, Chadston now is just, I mean, that's all part of the religion that is David Beckham. And also to you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So every time, every dollar you spend yep. goes directly to me. Oh, so, so you've done the other, you've gone the other way. Yeah. You're yeah. the one getting the money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. That's plan. how religion should work. Yeah. When you're doing it right. Yeah. yeah. When you've transcended colors, yep. if you're not getting 100% of the profits from a shopping center, you're an idiot. So what do you, instead of, if there's no color, what, what, how do you see the world? You'll find out one day, Carl. I've oh. got a lot of faith in you. Really? He's, I'll get to that level. How like, much money do I have to give you? He's like Daredevil. He sees it in Sona. Okay, right. Yeah. Ah, nice. I see everything and nothing at the same time. Or in That's clicks. why I was clicks. so good at soccer. Everyone else oh, really? was looking yeah. at colours, you know, because everyone's, uh, you know, get, get distracted by the colours in the crowd. Yeah. But how did you know your teammates from the other people? Because I could sense them. Feel them. <laughs> right. Feel them. Feel they them. had sense a different vibe about energy. them. You know, energy. Neo from the Matrix. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> kind of me on a soccer field. <laughs> right. Yeah, nice. David Beckham. I just, I was, I basically, I'm in the matrix when so I'm playing the soccer. Th- that's how you could like just mess with physics because you get that ball to curve. Physics like, is for idiots. Yeah. So you could just do what you want with the ball. Yeah, because hey. there was no ball. Oh. That's what David Beckham realized. Yeah. yeah. There was no ball. Uh. Hey, Bex. Uh, yes. Do you mind if I call you Bex? I would, uh, I mean, it costs you. A, a, a portion of your bank account every time you call me Bex. Oh, How much? It comes out directly. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even have to think about it. No. Cool. Bex. Bang. Bex, Bex, Bex. Ching, ching, ching. Hey, Bex. Kachowza. What's up, Bex? You're loving this. Beckity, Bex, Bex. I'm loving it more. Although Becky McBackface. I'll say it too much. <laughs> account declined. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another account that I'll cross money for. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm hey, hey, Bex, yeah. I, I, I was in Queensland uh, on a holiday oh, no. last week. You, uh, I could feel you. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. And uh, I, I found, I went to one of those discount bookstores, like $3 for everything. Yeah. There was a colouring in book in there. Yeah. And, because unsurprisingly, there's a very large stockpile of adult colouring books uh, that are in, in discount stores now. <laughs> um, and, with fidget spinners. <laughs> and so... With one, with one half-coloured... Um, thing coloured in one page, half yeah, coloured in, Just and, then a, and then a fuck this. Oh no, written, that's op shops. On the corner. That's op shops. Oh, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. put them in proper bookstores. No, not, not even three dollar ones. Anyway, I found unless one, it's like a guide of what to do. Yeah, yeah. I found a book called Colour Me Sexy. Oh, <laughs> Colour like Me what, Sexy. I like what I'm hearing. And it was it's a niche. Book, a book full of. Pictures of people like yourself. Yes, David Beckham. Like just, but but just like pencil line drawings of yourself that uh, that people get to color in. Oh, I like that. And there's like what Ryan Gosling in there, oh, Channing the, Tatum. Me and nice. the gods get lumped together endlessly yeah. in sexy books. And it went backwards into as it you went sense. through. There was there were uh, there were people older gentlemen like yourself. Wait, well, well, hang on a second. What? Hold on a second. Sexy bags. Let me go back and check the tapes about what you just said right there. <laughs> Are you trying to insinuate that I am in some way? An older gentleman. Well, compared to your Ryan Gosling, uh, your Chris's, all of them, every Chris. Ryan Gosling and me, as I have just stated, are lumped together as peers <laughs> in sexy books around the world because we are indistinguishable age-wise uh, and our sexiness transcends age. But you were in the section with, you know, Robert Redford, uh, John, John Cusack. <laughs> Uh, Michael J. Fox. David Beckham has to go have a lie down. <laughs> David Beckham. I'll show you the book. Sorry, I don't want to say it. You know, have a Bex and a good I've lie down. I've you in though, Bex. I don't want to talk Thank about you. it anymore. David Beckham will be in Chadston if you need him. David Beckham regrets this entire conversation. Oh, Bex, it's oh, okay. Don't go away, Sad. I'll give you some more money. Bex, Bex, Bex. Bex, 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 Bex. As if your drop in the ocean could posh, ever take away the sting of what is trans... 
transpire here today on this podcast. Look up, we can look up who published this. I coloured you in so well. I just wanted to show you the picture of. of, uh, I couldn't find a pen. I just used green. David Beckham is (laughs) as young as he ever was. He's ageless. Uh, yeah. Don't as, back up trying to age. It's so, not like Johnny Depp. Sexiness, no, no, no number. Johnny Depp's in the book before him. No, Johnny Depp is just... I don't know what happened to Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> it <Becky>. was... Uh, <laughs> he's, Becky, just, I need a hug. he's just wandering around that I garage. Know. I want Rick back. Where's Rick? Come over here, David. Come to me. Go to his voice. I think uh, David's gone. So wow. wow. Sad. It's sad not really turned. I feel really. weird. He's never I been just, sad before. I didn't know, I didn't think it was possible. I just I just Well done, Jason. I was just <laughs> reporting on what I saw. No, I, I felt th- like you were you felt I like you got like a little prison I toothbrush th- shiver with just <laughs> stabbing him a thousand times in the chest. You wanted to show him the coloring. You were like Lex Luthor. Who yeah. had just found a little shard of kryptonite? What's and this? And he's, been, oh. and he's been quietly fashioning it into a dagger, yep. waiting for Superman to come along, and you just oh, no. plunged it into the heart. <laughs> Though oh. the the benefit is when Bex cries, they're diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> so there's diamonds on the table here. So you know, guys. Do you know Olympic medals used to be given for town planning? <laughs> no, I don't know any more what? about it. I don't know. I haven't looked into what? it at all. How long did you get for that? But Fuck. I like to think of all the town planners out there who have Olympic medals and have been coasting and they've been bringing out their Olympic medals. Oh, so hey. look, look, kids. Yeah. I've got an Olympic medal. What for? Shut up, kids. Doesn't Shut matter. up. <laughs> Whatever. It's you know? Olympic. It's but gold. It's, it's an Olympic medal. So d- don't ask questions. That warrants further research. For TPN. Yeah. Wow. And was it just the people who had designed. The different parts of the Olympic Village, oh, yeah, of the Olympic Village or something, oh, you know, it's like, like, like actual towns. And because I feel like it had to be part of whatever village, or whatever town was um, hosting the Olympics. Surely yeah. it had to do with that, and and whatever they had to I'd do to it. get the town into shape. Wow, I'd love it if um, if like there were just ra- random Olympic every every Olympics, just like a dozen categories of random things that just. Normal people <laughs> could win, arranger. yeah, could win Olympic medals in, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just randomly drawn from a hat. That would be and, awesome. And so every four years, like there's this random kind of competition that happens around it as that well. That could be our leap year day thing. <laughs> One of that's your leap year day thing. Take a leap. Take a leap. Take it a leap. The random Olympics. <laughs> random Olympics. Where it's just like fuck yeah. Let's do, who can. I'll who get onto the IOC. I'll write some emails. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we've got it. We can't. We can only say the word Olympic a few times before we start to set alarm alarm bells yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, yeah. The Olympic uh, sort of feder- con- confederation uh, uh, right on to anyone using yep. Olympics um, right. for entertainment value for anything. Uh, they'll, they'll shut Let's this go with pod- the Olympos. They'll shut this podcast down yep. in a heartbeat. Speaking of Olympics, um, oh, fucking hell, sorry, Jesus Max, 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 you can't um, be stopped. They, I saw a story on Braz- on the Brazil where they had the Olympics and yes. the village mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff, and it's it's a ghost town, like right. because their economy leading into the Olympics was really poor, yep. and the Olympics yep. just fucks people. Yeah. yeah, like all the countries that have had it, I think apart from Australia. Um, have just not done well afterwards sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just cost them. Uh, and so it's like the Olympic pool is just like, there's no colour in the pool. It just looks like concrete. Yep. And it's just full of like shitty looking just Floating water. dead bodies. Yeah. yeah, like it's just, and they keep having to close down venues, which they were going to use for things. All the Olympic villages, which are going to convert to housing and yeah. stuff for people, it's just all abandoned. It's just all stripped. ghost town. Like just nothing going yeah. on in the whole and place. And I think that happens. It's, it's kind but of. It's like hardly, it's like two years ago or something, wasn't it? Or last year? Last yeah. year. And yeah. all the places that host Olympic, uh, I mean, so Winter Olympics, the same thing happens. Yeah. And, and I think it depends if they're already established towns. 
Yeah. Uh, towns. I'm going to keep using the word towns. And I'm not going to stop. Um, all the that little towns that host the Olympics. Yeah, because um, they are little towns. Because when, when an Australian city hosts it, it's just a case of sort of brushing up the venues that are already there and yeah. maybe, maybe building Existing a, infrastructure. Yeah, and, yeah. Building a new velodrome or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's Homebush. Topic- they built the stadium out at Homebush. Yeah, it's topping yeah. up. Um, or it's yeah. like it's like we wanted to build a we wanted to build a venue here anyway, and the Olympics yeah, yeah. gives us a good a good excuse to yeah. do it, and they're going to help partially fund it. So yeah. let's do that. Um, whereas if it's taking a town that's got nothing and trying to just build all this stuff and going, yeah. it's going to be great for you. Yeah, it, yeah. it never is. Yeah. This is stuff that we didn't that didn't exist before. Yeah, that so suddenly you don't we'll because you don't need it. Yeah, that will suddenly get lots of use. <laughs> yeah, but no. But I think it's also based on your economy. Like Australia, Sydney did well because of because of. The Australian economy, yeah, and first world country sort of thing. It's same with London, but like Greece were fucked by it. Yeah, like, here's a little. Here's a fact that it's just a little to sink in the boot. It's a it, factoid. It, it's it's more of a mini biography. Oh, wow. um, about a, a guy that we all know. Um, his name's Buzz Aldrin. Ah, oh, dude. Shortly after returning from the moon uh, and leaving NASA, Buzz Aldrin. Where was he? He 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 second. He was second on the moon. Yeah. Yep. And that just sums up Buzz Aldrin, doesn't it? So, uh, so he, he, he returned back um, after Neil, Neil had got all the accolades. Yeah. Uh, and he left NASA. And Buzz Aldrin had a failed career as an Air Force test pilot. He started drinking, had an affair, suffered depression, got divorced, got remarried, got divorced again, and became a Cadillac salesman where he failed to sell a car <gasps> for six years. Months. Wow, oh, Buzz. and that's the tale of Buzz Aldrin. If people aren't writing like sad country music songs about Buzz Aldrin, Buzz. I don't know why. Shit, I feel like there's a eternally whole... second. Yes, there's... I never knew any of that because he's always like he's Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Like he's, I think he had a renaissance at a certain period. I think, yeah, he's, yeah, he is. People, yeah. I think people finally took pity on him. And yeah, they went, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I, I think talk. it was probably when Neil Ol- Neil Armstrong died. And they yeah, went, who else hey, was talked to? Oh, Buzz is here. Who else? <laughs> Where Did is you he? See him when he punched that young dude out. Like he was like. You know, moon conspiracy, fake landings, and all that. Sort of stuff. Yeah. punched out, and he just walked up and just went wham. Because because <laughs> Buzz Aldrin's coming from a dark place. He doesn't yeah, take yeah, yeah. no shit from that, no one. That makes more sense to me now after <laughs> hearing all that sort of stuff. It's like wow, wow they're, they're like, like where's Buzz Aldrin? They they found him in a train car somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think he was like um, sort of like Mel Gibson's character in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, like <laughs> on it. Just yeah. On, yeah. He's on got edge. that bullet in his pocket. Hey, so <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, people punching people, yeah. uh, an anarchist headbutt an ex-pro, our ex-prime minister. Did you see this? No. What? Uh, uh, this guy in Tasmania yeah. uh, just walk, <laughs> walked up to Tony Abbott yeah. and he headbutt him, right? And what, he got just, it just fucking headbutt. just a headbutt. Headbutt wow. Tony Abbott. And initially, uh, because uh, for those people listening overseas, Australia are currently in the midst of a backwards uh, vote on gender equality and, and marriage equality in um, in Australia. Yeah. Well, it's marriage equality, but the yeah. the the undertones are. Uh, a, a rife, and and so initially people were like <laughs> a unpack, yes campaigner. Let's unpack the whole issue here. Yes, on this let's podcast. do it on this comedy podcast. Um, and, and so yeah. this this guy walked up, and initially they're like a yes campaigner headbutt Tony Abbott because he's running around saying no, you can't have marriage equality. And then the guy got charged and came out in the papers a couple of days later after he got bailed. He's like, I didn't. I was wearing a yes button, but my friend just put that there. I just wanted to headbutt him because I'm an anarchist. <laughs> and when am I going to get a chance to headbutt a fascist <laughs> again? So I just took my opportunity to headbutt a fucking fascist. 
that's, that's what he said in the press. It was so fucking oh, great. He's cool. like, the, the whole yes vote thing's like a side thing. Right. I'm voting yes, but really, I just wanted to headbutt a fascist. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> don't turn this into something it's not. Just don't make it, don't politicise yeah. my... He, oh, was, wow. he had a bucket list. Yeah. And on that list, Hick. headbutt a fascist, preferably... Shazam. The Tony biggest. Abbott. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, he's like, when am I going to get this opportunity again? Bang. He's like, tickety, tick, tick, tick. Fucking great. Um, did you know blowing smoke up your butt used to be a common cure for many ailments? Oh, Which is where that phrase comes from. Right. Right. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I think doctors just used to be, uh, yeah, I don't um, know what that is, but yeah. I've got a cure. Leeches. Bend over. Just, uh, the leeches didn't work. You need to take them pants off, bend yep. over. And I'm going to, I mean, I'm always smoking cigarettes because yeah, yeah. I'm a doctor. Because yeah, like they're healthy. Yeah. Just cigars. It would have been cigar smoke. And yeah. they're going to blow it right up your butt. Yep. And you'll feel much better. <laughs> How's that feel? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it cured nothing, and yeah. only ever Probably so slightly increased the cancer. incidence of rectal cancer. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just imagine a doctor like with a cigar, just or just uh, shoving the cigar just lightly into the butt <laughs> so they can smoke it themselves. <laughs> I reckon doctors just got bored. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, I, hey, hey, John, I bet you can't get a cigar up that guy's butt. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, and here's a cheerful fact. Yes. Uh, American-based. On average, 12 high school and college uh, American football players die each year during practices and games. Hooray! Yeah. 12. Wow. 12. I mean, that must be... I mean, that's, that's a tough phone call to make. Yeah. Uh, Your kid's dead. What a shitty way to go. Yeah, I know. A lot of them die in pre... Oh, not a lot, but there's a lot of... De- not a lot. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Maximum people, of 12. <laughs> maximum of 12. <laughs> there, are peop- there have been high school and college people that have died in the pre-season because the pre-season happens in summer. Yeah, yeah and, they, and they get too hot. And they run. And they're also... A lot of these guys are like... Their job is to run five meters and crunch into someone. Yeah, yeah. So they're giant people. Like yeah, they're not healthy. They're, they're, they're fast over that thing. They're healthy but really overweight. They're yeah. niche healthy. Um, and so their bodies just are like, nah, fuck this. Like yeah. it's fucking hot. We're dehydrated. They're doing more running than they probably do in a game and things because yeah. they're doing yeah. proper just the preseason. And they just their whole body just basically turns to. Liquid. And they're wearing uh, you know suits of armor and pads. And yeah, I saw. Um, I watched a game the other day or a couple of weeks of ago. American football. Yeah. The chess of football. I think it's quite boring. Yeah. Are you only just now? Because I like, I love it as a game and maybe because I really see any games and the games I see are probably the Super Bowl where it's big and everything yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. But I watch it. It goes for fucking yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of it is, not, is nothing. Nothing. nothing happening. And it's like, Standing how around. many fucking teams do you have in this game? <laughs> like, It's like, oh, the ball went over the sideline. Bring over the sideline ball, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. fucking It is nuts. pure American no one, excess. Yeah. But their pads, and maybe this is because of technology, their pads are a lot smaller than they used to be. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh... It's, you're kind of looking and going, oh, yeah, you've got pads on, but mm. it's not like the giant yeah. fucking 80s pads, which is, I guess, the era of shoulder pads yeah, anyway. Yeah. But like, just like fucking big fuck off pads. It's just, yeah, they got It's just a weird game pads. in that they, they pride themselves on everyone having their own role. Yeah. yeah. So much so that it's seen as like a, a, an amazing maneuver if someone can do more than what, like, if, if, yeah, yeah, if, true. Y- yeah. if you give it to the running back to run yeah. and, and the special play is that he's going to throw it, yeah. it blows people's mind. Yeah. What? Whereas you think anyone even, who's, what? anyone who has a chance to get their hand on the ball should be trained to throw that ball. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if you're the kicker, you, yeah. should, you should be able to throw the ball, but they can't yeah. Yeah, yeah. because they're, they're like, no, your job is only to do this. Yeah. And if and if we 
um, want you to do this, it's going to be a very secret special move that you're yeah. going to have to practice really hard to do because you have no specific training in that. Yeah, it's weird. Um, <laughs> so weird. It's the weirdest. What I find weird is that you can that you found the game entertaining and 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 now finding it boring. Whereas I, it's to me, it's always realizing that it's a boring game, but then finding the beauty in it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where I've come to it. I'm like, of course, I mean, of course, it's a boring game. Nothing happens for ages, and then it happens in fits and bursts, and there are a hundred different teams for everything. But then it's like you transcend that. You're like, oh no, I see the beauty in it, and then you can enjoy it. But to go the other way is weird, Carl. It's but it's it's <laughs> it kind of sums up America for me. Like it's just this weird, just I don't know, completely over the top game. Yeah, it's so over the top. Because what I find about American sports is that they've taken the traditional English sports yeah. and, and they've gone, oh, that's the silly way to play it. Um, that's never going to work. Jazz we can make up. this much more exciting. So yeah. they took cricket and they went, no, that's silly. Let's, we're going to turn that into baseball. Yeah, yeah. And, but in their mind, they were going to make it more exciting. Yeah. Because, because with rugby, they've obviously looked at rugby and go, you can only throw the ball backwards. Yeah. How are you ever going to get it to the like? You're never going to get to the other end of the field. That's stupid. We're going to make it so you can throw the ball forwards. Heaps more is going to happen. Yeah. If we do it that way, but in doing that, then they've had to go all the other rules around it, and they've come up with. I mean, obviously, as you're saying, a much more boring sport than yeah. rugby. Yeah. Uh, yeah and much. the same thing happened with with cricket. They're like, well, that's just stupid. I mean, you're out there on that. I mean. To be fair, if you're comparing baseball to test cricket, there, there's arguments that one either could be more boring, boring yeah. and you can find... I mean, we, we prefer test cricket because that's yeah, yeah. the way we are. Yeah. yeah. But um, I went to the baseball when I was in the US this year yeah. and there's, it's, it's fun being there, but yeah. they don't replay anything live. So like, oh really? Yeah, yeah. So after each pitch, I'm looking up to the screen to see a replay of the pitch. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. Just, wow. just some dude kind of smiling back at you, <laughs> going, "It's Chuck Pukowski in next." <laughs> yeah, and so uh, they've just ended up with a lot of stop, really stop-start games. Yeah, yeah like with just oh. a lot of not, not, nothing happens in in yeah. between. Because American, but they're all figures. It's all, yeah. it's all games stats. about numbers. Yeah, and yeah, stats. yeah. And it's but, all like it's like a fifteen. It's fifteen minutes for a quarter. Like it's a shorter game than football that yeah. goes much longer than a football match. Guys, like, basketball is the best sport. I think to watch. Basketball to watch is bas- the only one they didn't. They didn't because they didn't. I think they didn't take an existing game and, yeah. and try to make it better. Mm. Yeah. They just it's Invented. just a game that evolves yeah, yeah. and. And it's also a great spectator sport because it's on a small court. Yeah. Like I don't think. I mean, I haven't been to an you know NBA game. I don't know if there's really bad seats in a game like that. It's like going yeah. to a tennis. It's like you can't have. A MCG size stadium. For and tennis. do we have any yeah. uh, input from the listeners? We do uh, from past because apologies. I've let the time. It's in the middle of school holidays. Oh, I've, I've got been, some stuff I've as been well, up and down, in and I've out. Got, I've got uh, I've got a dismissmus. I've oh, got hello. a really quick jump in. Oh, we've got all sorts oh, of right. things. Um, R.I.P. Harry Dean Stanton. He died. Oh, yeah. Harry Dean Stanton. He was really old. Most known for like uh, I guess what Paris, Paris Texas. Texas. Paris Texas. He was also in Twin Peaks. Pretty in Pink. He's the dad in Pretty in Pink. Yeah. He's so good in that. I feel so like he good. was was. Was he in? He's in a Dream lot of a little Lynch dream stuff. Was he? No, the that, underrated Harry Corey a- and Corey was film Quantum Leap Alien. No, no, no it's that's Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. Mm, uh, he's in, he's in the original okay. Alien. I do often. Yes, uh, that was. I think apparently that was the film that kind of put him on the map. Oh, yeah. He's been yeah. around for a long time. He came to acting late, and it was a sweet it? cast in in Alien. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just looking at it, it's like it's like John Hurt, yeah, Lance, Ian Holmes in it, and Scorny Weaver, of course. Um, speaking of Alien, I watched uh, Alien Covenant on a oh, plane. I tried to watch it on day. a plane, couldn't yeah. couldn't finish it. How come? I just I just like it was it was on the big international flight, yeah, yeah. so maybe I was just overtired. Yeah. But I was just like I was I just couldn't get into it. Like I dug it, it. 
a day. Yeah. But again, I was on a on plane. A plane. Um, yeah. But I'm like, oh, like this. What's wrong with this? Because I'm because I, I was watching it from like oh, everyone hated this film. Covenant. I thought Covenant did alright. Do you mean pr- which Prometheus? No, 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 I watched Covenant, which is the I'm, which is I, the new one. Again, I haven't seen Prometheus, ah. but they sort of they sort of recap yeah, a little yeah. bit in Covenant because uh, it's kind of a continuation of. It's it's the sequel to Prometheus, yeah. I guess. Is yeah. It? Um, yeah. Um, it's a sequel and a prequel. That's what I like yeah. about it. Right. Um, uh, no, I liked it. I was like, oh, this is an interesting story. Yeah. yeah I good. heard good things about it. I heard, I mean, you think they were talking in relation to Prometheus. I think I was just overtired. Just I think I was trying it. to watch it while I was in the middle of like a, you know, 12 hour flight leg. <laughs> sure. Um, but I'll yep. give it, I'd give it another go. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say, um, again. It's not like I'm going to say it's a great film. You have to watch it. <laughs> I've also, I also understand that you couldn't finish. It. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can understand that there was. Yeah. I I, uh, I finished Twin Peaks. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> it's, what? It's good, yeah. but it doesn't give you any answers. Oh, you need to on. use well, your it, brains. You gotta um, wait but another does, 25 years. It does <laughs> give you. It does give you answers. Like it's it's a cliffhanger, but not as frustrating as the last one. If you take time and and and, and kind, of, you can put. Pieces together. Read the I fan. Like, read, I, read the fan forums. I like that stuff happened. though. Yeah. Like I like like in Mulholland Drive afterwards. It's like and it's great. Just spending the next five days going. Okay, that. Yeah. That, and okay, that's what this. That. That's like what that this whole stuff. series is. Oh, cool. Uh, Carl likes his entertainment yeah. to be a jigsaw puzzle. I don't want to be spoon fed. Yeah. So as someone who's a sometimes big, I like it. Big yeah. fan. I I really love it. If you want to be well, spoon fed, you can just end at the second last episode. But right. the last episode is just like what? It's great. It's fantastic. American Vandal. Have people been watching this? No. no. Is that? Is it a mockumentary? It's a mockumentary. Okay, because yeah. because you know, like I've watched the preview for it, and yeah. it was like it's so straight, it's unbelievably like, so down well the line. Yeah, it's like I think this is real. I, I don't no, know. Well, I'm not sure. a lot of people have it. It's had a, a bit of a War of the Worlds kind of thing going on, right? Where a lot of people thought that it was real. It <laughs> is so well done and so well performed, okay. and just fucking hilarious. Right. Like Ugh. so funny. Given that the premise is someone drawing dicks on cars, you, you, you think that like it's this sophomore humor all the yeah, way, yeah. and it's kind of speckled through, and it's very funny when it's there. But the whole cast is amazing. The story is actually really intriguing. Cool. It's so well written for a mockumentary. Highly recommended. Get on board. Very funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Got to check it out. They're remaking Flatliners. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, that. yeah. I saw, I saw, the saw the that. What would they? Um, it's, it's enough time. Yeah, like, yeah. And I feel like, because uh, that film wasn't perfect, uh, but I, th- I really enjoyed the original. Yeah, yeah. I did it as well. Was, yeah, like it was, but I think it was probably my age. I think I was yeah. probably like, I don't know, 16 when yeah, I saw yeah. it or something. It was like, oh, this is good. Scary. But scary I reckon it's, a, it's kind of the perfect kind of film because it was like good but not, it's it's yeah. like it's liked but not loved or it's loved but not revered or something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's not like you're like, oh, how dare they? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, that'd yeah. be good because I feel like there's enough in there for them to remake it now with like they've got more technology and they can do yeah. sort of grittier yeah. stuff with their with their filmmaking. Then I think, oh, no, like when I saw it, I went, oh, that's a good idea. And I don't reckon they'll... Do the same story. You know how there's like basically four or five characters. Yeah. And they all have their own their own demon spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think. I, I think yeah, this they'll, will they'll just be this. That'll be the start. They'll take the idea. Yeah, yeah and then they'll and then they'll go off into yeah. their own new stories and stuff, which yeah. would be interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'd say it. They could they could just keep making flatliner films. They probably did back yeah. in the day. There was probably flatliners two, flatliners three, and we're just, oh, just straight, straight, straight to video. video. Yeah, no I met starring Eric Roberts instead of <laughs> Julia Roberts. <laughs> 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 I did um, an audition for a pilot for a show that, um, and I got the part, but the show never got made. Aww. Um 
and that's when he gave up acting. Well, and but like, this business is fucked. And they, it, it was like the biggest pitch that had ever been done to a TV network before. Like they sunk heaps of money. And the main writer on it was the guy that wrote Flatliners. Right. And it was like, and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Anyway, um, probably I don't know four months later because I hadn't heard anything. I'm, I was on the doll, mm. and so I had to go put my form in. I put my form in, and I turn around and w- literally walk into the writer of Flatliners, <laughs> putting his form in. And I was like, this isn't going well. Uh, <laughs> so no. I was like, hey. Anyway, it was weirdly, I ended up back at his house, uh, and we had sex. Tied yeah. to a bed. Yeah. Tied to a bed. And and he shot me up with crystal meth, and fuck, <laughs> had an awesome time. And, um, and, and he flatlined. He died briefly. But he's, funny, he's going, oh, no, no, this is my son's. I'm putting my son's. And he's American, and he's like, oh, it's just my son's. And yeah, sure. I'm putting my son's form in. Sure, and we go mate. back to his place, but he shows me all the paraphernalia and all the stuff that they pitched it with and everything like that. Never heard anything. Aww. Uh, what was the idea? What was the pilot movie? It, it was a show. weird. He's got an NDA. You can't talk about it. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Still. It's close, guys. It's close. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. Um, it was Carl watching TV and reacting yes. to the shows that he was watching. Oh, right. yeah. They just filmed Carl. It was called Carl Box. And then, but the, f- the feedback was always, can, can you say something other than that shit? Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, that shit. <laughs> um, we need no, it else. was a. Uh. It was set in a garage... Like what? with mechanics and stuff. With three people doing a podcast. Wait, wait, no. <laughs> w- w- were their mechanics also? Were they also assassins? Yes. No. No. It was <laughs> and a cafe. It was a, it was a garage cafe. Yeah. Uh, and it was like I don't know. Oh no! I just want to come up with a good name for a garage that's a cafe. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, but leave it, it had, with me. It had one of those leave names. Leave it with me. Uh, and it was. Four different sort of characters. You like could call it Fakachas, but the car in car, c- yeah, nice. is car. That's just the start, guys. It's just the start. That's just the tip of the iceberg of where I'm coming from. How about... Uh, uh, no, that's I just work. thought about ten things into my head and rejected every single one <laughs> yeah. of them in about two seconds. I was like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Because yeah, no. um, you went into flow state and for you it was like half an hour. Yeah. For us, true. Two that's seconds. True. Two seconds. I, I, I thought of one, but it doesn't. it's not where I'm going to pitch it anyway. Because, yeah. you know, like brakes or, or oh, yeah, when yeah. your car breaks, yeah. you take it to the mechanic. So it's broke snack mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I thought. It's on the list. I think you say like coffee break or something. <laughs> wow. Broke snack mountain. Broke snack mountain. I like it just because it's weird. <laughs> um, and it was. I don't know. <laughs> and it had set pieces in it, yeah. kind of comedy sort of stuff, yes. I think. But it also had like interviews. But you would interview in character. I don't know if it was like, you know, Wogs on the Roof or whatever it was called? No. On Channel 7? Uh, yeah, based yeah, yeah. on uh, the Kumars of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I just thought of this then, but I think maybe it was something similar to that where you had sure. these characters and you'd have celebrities come in and yep. they'd interact and maybe right, be right. in the sketches. I like, don't know. Like Mrs. Brown's talk show. Just, just know, like a, yeah, like a sure. weird hybrid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, like to try to tick a lot of boxes, and, and it was going to be on tick none. Well, I think so, and it, it was going to be on Channel Ten, but they you can't sh- please everyone. Sunk a crapload of money into it. Yeah, but the weird thing was, I turned up to my audition. I didn't want to do the audition. Of course, you had, didn't. I'd had chicken pox. This was like years ago Fuck when I had them. <laughs> um, And on the way to the audition, you shat your pants. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like covered in chicken pox. Oh, fucking hell. And, and, and that's and what I they liked about it. That's perfect. I was, I was saying to my agent, which is Jason's agent, um, I don't think I could do it. I got chicken pox. And she's like, it's big. Like, it's big. Like, it's going to be, they're seeing lots of people and it's really big. And I was like, okay. So I went in and there was a fuckload of impro to do in it. And I yeah. was just like, hey, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. You know, the all chicken the pox gave you power. And also, I had like, 
like they were really nice to me because I was like, I'm sorry, guys, I've got chicken pox. <laughs> I'm not contagious anymore. But I, and so they felt kind of sorry for me. Yeah. So I had it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I was in there fucking making jokes and I was feeling good and and making lots of funny impro shit and stuff. And so I'm like, cool. And they they had me do one role and they're like, we think you should do this other role. And anyway, they got me to come back and yeah. do like the callback and stuff like that and again i was like fucking i nailed it and they're like cool and so i was like you got the part and i'm like awesome wow for this show that never gets made uh, oh man i never heard Showbiz. that it's amazing yeah that hey guys. there's a sliding door universe where that where show I'm did get made and got cancelled after one episode <laughs> <laughs> you got it was terrible and you and you spiraled <laughs> out of control you became the buzz aldrin but of they the, were uh, seeing everyone like dermot brereton was in there Oh, like he, that was seeing. He would have been one of the celebrities who came in to interact. I don't know what was going on, but it was like, like I was going, oh my God, I know you. I know you. You're on TV. You're on mm. TV. Like it was big people and stuff. And and then it turned out you were contagious and, and chicken pox swept through the Melbourne the entertainment community. <laughs> um, oh, uh, their new national album is well worth a listen. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. It's uh, it's very different. But, well, not very different, it, it, but it's a lot slower than their other stuff, which is already slow. Oh, God. It oh feels God. like... It's catatonic. It, to me, yeah. To me, it feels like a, a mix between kind of National Nick Cave and the Postal Service. Mm. National Nick Cave Postal Service. Yeah. Okay. The National Nick Cave Postal yeah. Service. That's all it's, good. Yeah. it's gr- I really, really like the album. It's fantastic. But it is a much slower album than their other ones, which are already Very kind slow, of yeah. laboured. But I've been listening to it a lot. I love it. Cool. Uh, and I, 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 I sent a text to you guys while I was in uh, the Gold Coast last week. Oh, Walken, this mystery band we've yeah. talked about before. Mm. but And I, I, I do love listening to them, but I've never listened to them while walking. Oh, there you go. And while walking on the beach, <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's perfect beach walking music. You used to text um, that and I'm like, fuck that, that's wrong. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> How does that music make you feel like that? That's not that type of music. And anyway, I was like, I should try this out. So I went for a walk, put that music on, I was like, Oh my god, he's right. It's perfect <laughs> anywhere walking music. Because it's aggressive and loud and stuff, but it's also there's like yeah. vulnerability yeah, yeah. In, the, in the lyrics and stuff. And yeah. and there's like hope in the music. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. I'm like like that shine song is like, oh my god, I almost started crying walking down the street. It's like just uh, yeah. tie your shoelace. It's per- it's perfect, you know, on the beach, waves yeah. crashing over oh, your feet. Nice. I was I was yeah. just it's like, emotive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. find yeah. the music aggressive at all. Yeah. yeah. I find it just very emotionally. Just raw, uh, yeah, it's raw. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Raw. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Um, uh, but yeah, check out the new national album. I don't know what it's called, uh, but it's well worth a listen. Um, I've been. I don't know. Have you got more music you're going to? I know. I've got a. I've got a dismissmiss thing. Okay, I was just because while we're talking about music, and just to stop you talking about that <laughs> until the end of the episode. Um, I don't know what it is. Uh, the new Foo Fighters album's awesome. Yeah, oh, there you go. Like just. For a band that's been around for like twenty years, they keep on keeping on, yeah, yep. staying relevant. And I haven't listened to them for a long time. Like they've had, they've, like they've got a best of that I think it was released in like two thousand and nine or something like that. And it's just like wall to wall hits, apart from like one or two songs, hmm. um, a little and, bit of filler. And that's kind of them. Like they've got like just fucking amazing songs. Yeah. And this album's just like, it's almost like going back to the color and the shape. Like yeah, yeah. For me, which is just wall to wall awesome hits and stuff. Like it's fucking great. It's, it's, really, it's good. really different kind of style too. It's like got a bit of seventies yeah, kind of yeah. twang to it or something. And so we're nominating Foo Fighters as our up and coming band of the week. I think so. Uh, yeah. If you haven't heard of them before, yeah. small and, band. And that's a lock. Lock it in. Yeah. And there's a doco on Netflix about them as well, which is really cool. A Foo Foco. Yeah. Oh, is that the Sound that, City one? No, I can't find that. I want to see that. I've got it somewhere. I'll give it to you. Okay, cool. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, cool. I'll check that. No, out. It's just about the history of the band, like starting with Nirvana, oh, and it's cool. Dave Grohl, and then interviewing, and then, and then interviewing the people that are in the band for like five minutes and stuff. Shout oh, out really? to Dave Grohl, who is, of course, a long time this not of the show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. 
Loves it. Uh, now, uh, I had a dismissmas challenge. Yes, you did. Uh, for those uh, new, dismissmas is a holiday that... Uh, fast approaching. Fast approaching. An annual holiday where we, uh, ask, we ask for forgiveness for th- people we've wronged and they give us a, a dismissmas task that we must do in the following 12 months. So this is one of my dismissmas penance. Uh, how, did I, uh, how did I get this one, this mateship poem? Oh, I had to write a poetry about... Oh, because you, you abandoned had to do, Carl. I commissioned, right. yeah. Carl. I commissioned a piece of art That's from right. you that could be anything That's about right. mateship because you abandoned me at the airport That's right. when out I was need. horribly, That's horribly right. ill. That's that was, right. And I threw up on the yep. plane. Because yeah. you didn't want him just ruining your vibe. So the airport vibe. My airport vibe. I had it locked in. Okay. So yeah, because I think you went to the toilet and then you came back and didn't come back to where I was. No. You went into the line and just abandoned me. Jason yeah. That was what time. it was. Because yeah. Jason's got his strict routine at the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got to post up. I've got to post up. I'll tell but you what. Sometimes I, he needs to be flexible yeah. when someone's in need. Someone's when, dying. I, I, when, I, when I went to Queensland with the family, they I, I've got virgin gold now. Yep. So... I just left them in line when when they called for the when they called for people boarding. Yeah. They're like uh, premium and gold members, platinum members. You can get on now. I was like, see you girls. Oh, <laughs> why didn't you bring them with you? They couldn't go because they didn't have gold. I, I I just I mean because I travelled with my family. Right, I'm right. in the same situation. I just brought them with me. Oh, right, just right. Like, just just play dumb, mate. Because <laughs> and you put you make sure yours, yours scans goes first, first right. so they're gold. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, sure. You're there with your family. What no, are they going to do? I left Sorry. them in line. Sorry, your kids have to go to the back of the line. You're like, nah, just come on, man. I left him in line. I'm like, but sorry, I also, girls. That sorry makes, girls. That makes a lot of sense. But we all, all did get some lounge times, which was great. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I just had a family holiday up on the Gold Coast. Nice. Uh, we had a, a, an apartment on the beach for a, a week. And then we moved wow. inland for three days. We Ooh. moved into the a half hour drive inland from the coast, which uh, when you're in Queensland, just... Straight up bush, right. straight, straight up tropical bush, right? And uh, and so we got a Airbnb on the side of this beautiful dam uh, in, in this oh, farm, nice. And uh, and it was, I tell you, I was a perfect place to write some poetry about <laughs> oh, mateship. Oh yes. So I have, oh. I have written an Australian bush poem about mateship that I wrote in the Australian bush. Is this the? I saw a photo somewhere of yep. a jetty. Yeah, nice, nice place to write a poem. Yeah, I, I actually didn't write it there. I wrote it overlooking that jetty, jetty from from the tree line. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. uh, so I, I I I put a picture on my Instagram of of me writing the thing. Now I'm looking. I've forward. read this. Al- I've read I've read this aloud, and 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 I don't know if uh, the meter's a bit fucked, guys. That's all right. But though. and it also Own sounds it. like it also <laughs> it also sounds like a shitty uncle doing a poem at someone's wedding. That's all right. <laughs> That's perfect. That's what all mateship's right. all about. That so, is. So here is my Australian bush poetry. <laughs> I read some Aussie bush poetry before I wrote this. I said oh. I tried to immerse myself <laughs> in Got to it. do your research. Awesome. Uh, it's a long one. So uh, it, it has it How has many uh, it has stanzas? five st- six stanzas. Hang oh. on, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's the seven. only way to, ha- to have it resonate with the Australian people is it's to have at least right. six stanzas. So so I, I wanted to I wanted to get some Australian bush sounds to put underneath this, but I don't, I don't have it now. So just imagine in your head oh. the <laughs> Australian bush sounds. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I, I also have to uh, do 
Yeah. Oh, your mate Aussie voice. mate voice. Yeah. Oh, close my eyes. I can almost imagine your um. Uh, you imagine there's a campfire. That character you played in Sopathon years ago, Clancy. Ah, uh, yeah, Clancy. Yeah, <laughs> Clancy, the old storyteller. Do you want? Should we close our eyes? Close your eyes. Imagine you're in the bush. Right. Everyone, everyone at home, do this. Don't do this if you're driving. Uh, but no, give it a go. <laughs> give it a That's go. That's what mateship's all about. Car, Closing right, your right. eyes and driving a car. Yeah. So give it a go. That's hitting a third stanza. Imagine you can hear that. Hitting another car and getting out. You hear the cool Becoming cameras. mates with the guy that you hit or the girl that you hit or the woman or <laughs> whoever it is. <sighs> you, can, you can hear the kookaburras. You can hear the, the sound of the bush. And my phone. And right. Carl's phone. Turn mm. your fucking phone off in the bush, Carl. <laughs> mateship. I don't know what mateship is. Couldn't tell you if I was pushed. So I'm going to reflect on it, you see, sitting here in the Australian bush. I know who my friends are, see, and I'll tell you this with pride. They're the ones who come to me when I'm in my darkest night. They celebrate when times are good, commiserate when times are bad. They never leave this man alone when I need a helping hand. They challenge me when I am certain, push me hard when I am not. When I feel alone and empty, they point out all that I got. Sometimes we argue petty, but then we rise above. They're the ones, uh, the one thing, fuck, I fucked that up. You're right. All right I'm going to go right, back mate. to the start. I'm going to go right, back mate. to the start of this stanza. It's all right, mate. You can do it. <laughs> Sometimes we argue petty, but then we rise above. There's one thing I'm beginning to understand. It's that mateship is about love. I guess I do know a thing or two about this thing that we call mate. Really, it's about all those peeps I love and appreciate. There is one celebration of mateship I'll always miss. It's the weeks that we don't get to record a podcast called How About This? It's beautiful. I, I need a moment. Yeah, that is that is amazing. And you're, <laughs> I mean, you've captured it. That was powerful. I'm sorry I left you in the airport, Carl. That's all right, mate. That's all right. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. That's okay. I'm it's sorry, mate. It's good. Right. And we got to like the fourth stanza without it before we got to an actual rhyme, like a proper rhyme. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. You like it was like so it's Australian bush rhymes. Know, you can stress Australian that Australian bush rhymes. You can stretch that as much as you like. The only, the only, I mean, the word peeps uh, stood out. I, I thought that's not that's not Australian bush. Oh, you, you've peeps. got to bring you've got to bring it up to the uh, up to the you've modernized the, the teensies. That's good. <laughs> yeah, the twenty seven teensies bush poetry. It's good. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I'll put that up on there. I'll put that once the episode goes live. I'll put that up on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, Apology uh, accepted. Oh. <laughs> So there, we've finally, we've finally done your, some... Your airport guilt has been washed, washed away. away. I have been... Much like vomit from a drinks tray. Dismissed! <laughs> <laughs> You've been dismissed, baby. Hey, yes? National Geographic, if you're with Optus, which the three of us are, yes. have just released everything. You, what? 
magazines, articles. You can get an elephant. If you want an elephant, <laughs> get, get an, an elephant. elephant. Yeah. It'll be at your house. <laughs> um, like on, like through iOS. And you can cast it to t- TV. So documentaries, like oh, wow. articles. All, all for free? Free. For With free. Optus. Optus have done a oh, deal. Optus, of course. Mm. Nice. All right. So what do you need? Like the National Geographic app? Yeah, or you something just get like the that? National Geographic app and you just confirm with your phone number and they send you a thing and you put in a code and bang. And their entire wealth of knowledge is available and resources wow. uh, is as at your fingertips. As far as I'm aware, I haven't dug deep into it, but that's that's what I, the gist of the thing that I well, got from If you are about. curious about the world in any way, yeah. the, 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 the natural world, uh, people and culture, yep. I mean, National Geographic goes into all that in depth. I'm going to say, you know, good work. Optus are doing pretty good. Like, the, you get the EPL free on your phone. Yeah, we've got to start, I mean, just advertising for Optus. <laughs> I mean, we're doing it for free now. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Optus, give us... We can't help it. Um, we're not interested in, in making a buck. Ad. We just like telling people what works for us. What, what works for the... How about this try? And the block... Uh, quick update because it's around the corner. Oh, that's dates. right. Yeah, because uh, they, uh, I think on their TV show they're like doing final reveals oh, and okay. all that sort of stuff now. It's really weird. I've said earlier on the podcast on another one that there's always like ten to twenty people there now. Mm-hmm. Like, and so whenever I go past, there's ten to twenty people there, which means never less than ten, never more than twenty. Exactly. <laughs> I count every time. Um, which means that there's always ten to twenty people there because I'm going at random times. Yeah. So there's always people there. But the weird thing is. The Block is a show about them doing interiors and there's people just outside taking photos yeah. of the outside of the house. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's really weird. Anyway, they have a Block barbecue on auction day yep. and it goes to a school and it's gone to my son's school. A Block BQ. Yeah, Block BQ. That's nice. I like that. <laughs> um, and they get like 10,000 people to the auction and stuff. And so, yeah, like the school's chaffed because it's going to make shitloads of money. Right. Yes. Um, and they put a call out at the school for people to come and, you know, man yeah, the sizzle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Volunteers. So yeah. And there's a there is like a hundred and fifty person waiting queue to do the barbecue. Right. Because it's like the block and it's TV and people right. I mean, there must be people who love the show. Yeah. I, I haven't never Isn't watched that it. Funny. I bet those poor people who are always trying to get volunteers for stuff yeah. Yeah. at school yeah. and just struggle like no one. They had to keep sending out emails. Oh, yeah. guys, we don't have anyone signed up I'll to, just, to help with the fate. Again. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We need people on this craft stall. Well, and that exactly like, happened. Suddenly, yeah. the bloody block comes along and there's 150 people on the waiting list who to help like, out. Oh, oh, I want to do it. I want to do it. They should be like, oh, no, sorry, that's full, but we do need people at the fate. Yeah. So yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. going to put your name on the yeah. craft stall. Hey, you about go that? on the overflow list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they should Say the only way you can work on the the block BQ is yep. if you also sign up for the fate, or yep. you know what I mean. Yeah, you want some yeah. good stuff. You can't you just turn up for the marquee the events. Yeah. Are they going to have some entertainment there? Can we do a live podcast? Oh yeah, that'd be good. Cool. Just get it, get some exposure. In we could do our wander cast and yeah. wander past the block. Oh yeah. yes, and it'd just be chaos yeah. for like just. Huge noise for five minutes as we walk past. I think that's the sort of content our listeners are craving. <laughs> soundscape. <laughs> Busy city soundscape. Mila, I like it. Do I hear 500,000 sold to those guys with the microphones? What? What? Uh, no. <laughs> Was there any listener uh, questions There's that we hadn't stuff. got to? There's uh, Just quickly before we finish, because I've got to wrap up in a second. Uh, but I would like to get to our listener uh, question before uh, we... Sorry, it's reset itself. Hang on. Give me two secs. Oh, no, it's reset itself. Technology right, often go. lets us down. This is from when this is still questions from when we did the yep. quintuple down. Yes. Um from Dale Robinson. Robinson. Um have any of you ever been lost for words, be it in life or an impro scene? If so, what? 
Uh, I have talked about this on the podcast. Um, I'm almost never lost for words on stage. Yeah. Uh, but I have discovered from doing this podcast that I'm, I often struggle to get words out in in real life, and and uh. this podcast is the I guess the closest to to me just being myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't have that performance angle. It's much more me just sitting here talking to you guys. Yeah. And so being and that, but it's being recorded, so I can hear it back. And hearing how often I do struggle to get words out when I'm specifically when I'm talking like talking about uh, like right now, <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, trying to get my ideas across yeah. or, or something. But yeah, like. I'm truth as well. I yeah, think yeah. yeah. Like when I'm sometimes. telling the truth, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Not whereas, just you. Whereas I mean, famously yeah. on stage, I have no, I have no trouble. Like words are like my yeah. forte. Yeah. Liquid gold yeah. flowing from your mouth. But yeah, often on this podcast, uh, so me as a person, obviously, sometimes struggles to articulate thoughts mm. uh, in the real world. Yeah. Whereas on stage, so maybe I just need to embrace a character in real life. <laughs> just go stop, stop being Rick Brown and start stop being, being Rick, R- Brown. Rick Brown. Rick Brown. Yeah, yeah. I just need to always be performing. But do you nice. think that that's what the actual question is or is like has something that, that's happened to you that's has flawed you? Yeah, like I think it left can be, I'm you. leaving it open. Okay. Yeah. I reckon it could be anything like that. So if you've ever had anything I'm like often that. left speechless just like your whole MBN thing left you speechless, yeah, like, and then rage, uh, yeah. silence, and now rage. Yeah, mm. uh, in, in a very Larry David kind of way, I'm right. often left speechless. Like someone just does something uh, little and uh, shitty, and I'm sure. like, uh, uh, "What? <laughs> you? <laughs> fuck you!" Like uh, often, uh, yeah, I'd say at least once a week, something, <laughs> something little and shitty. Makes me speechless. I yep. just want to live inside your brain for a week just to see stuff. <laughs> just something just little to and see shitty. Things. Uh, I literally was lost for words um, on stage when we were doing that documentary thing in the fringe, like uh, yeah, a documentary yeah. impro show. Yeah, true fiction. Yeah, I'd been I'd been toying around with this thing called modafinil, which is like a nootropic drug thing and it doesn't have any side effects and things like that and I'd been reading good stuff about it and things and I was like oh I'll give it a try and it was really interesting taking it while you're doing improv because it was like I felt like I kind of lost my funny yeah but I was like story guys like I could see this I can see you know like the all Matrix. the story threads yeah yes. I could see it all sort of thing so it was really interesting in that Let format me weave this like tapestry. I was I would come on to basically facilitate this sort of story um, while people could just do these things and because it was a documentary at certain points you would sit in a chair and do like it's a camera to the audience sort of mm-hmm. thing. And I don't know if either of you were in the show that I this happened. I, I in. Maybe you? I was, yeah. Um, and I sat in the chair and I was delivering a monologue and then I was m- literally mid-word and it just, everything just stopped. <laughs> like I just couldn't, I was just stopped talking. And then I was in my head going, I don't know what I just said. I have no <laughs> idea what I've just been saying. And I don't know if it was one of those things where it took like five seconds or something yeah. like that. To me, it seriously felt. It like was about an hour, Carl. You just sat <laughs> in the like chair for an hour. You're still there. But I, and <laughs> and it was just everything that's happened since then has been you just, am- imagining. You're that still, whole audience just building is still a world waiting. in my head it so I could survive. <laughs> um, but I was literally just sitting there going, just completely blank. And I've never, even when I first started in pro and I was terrified and things like that, mm. I've never. Lost words. Like I've always been able to stammer through or you yeah. kind of bludgeon your way through or change emotion or whatever you do. But I was just sitting there in dead silence going like and in, my, and this, in my head it was like as well. Like there's just nothing happening. Head. And at a certain point it was like <laughs> and the record scratches and stuff and I'm like, okay, fuck, I've got to get this back. And what, then the Maharaj is like, can you deposit some money into my account please? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a train starting up where I was like saying like and... Then I, duh, 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 
<laughs> and then I go back into the story and she finished the story and it was and I told a really good story and it was great and the audience was like ah and it was like I don't need your pity. We got to the but maybe they did just think like, it was an, like an amazingly bold choice. But then there was that weird thing after the show where, you, where your friends don't want to be honest with you. I was like, I'm so sorry for that thing. Like, I just fucking, I don't know what happened. Everything just stopped. And they're like, oh, I didn't, I don't even yeah. remember maybe, that happening. What? Maybe no, it was half a that second. That was a beautiful story. I don't know. I don't know if I went to a flow state and it yeah. was just like I'm wandering around <laughs> in my head going, it's pretty fucking empty in here. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, just... And it's never happened since, and I'm pretty sure it was because of the med- trying the modafinil. Because yeah. it was the only so different thing in my life. Drug-induced psychosis. Something yeah. like Fun for that everyone. Was like, oh my god. And then I was terrified that my brain was going to die. Like yeah. it was just like, <laughs> what is, is this going to happen it's more? All right, uh, we've got to wrap this up because I've got to go for an audition. Ah, cool. uh, it's for a pilot. Uh, it's set in a garage. Uh, really? Is it there. called Sexy Breakback Cafe Mountain? <laughs> no, what? It's called Spark Plugs. Spark Plugs? Break Snack Mountain. <laughs> Break Snack Mountain. <laughs> Break Snack Mountain. <laughs> Break Snack Mountain. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, apparently oh, cool. it's going to be huge. Awesome. Yeah. It's written by the guy who wrote uh, the Mr. Men books, Roger Hargraves. Oh, right. yeah. simple. <laughs> <laughs> no confusion there. <laughs> and a little lesson every time. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, be, f- be sure to tell a, a friend. You can check out uh, our uh, our merch uh, on the Shop Now oh, button yeah. on Facebook. Yes. Uh, do check out Vapor Tales as well. Uh, you can I, get uh, merch for that as well now. Yeah, I I've, I've put a store up. I'm going to keep uploading uh, Vapor Tales images. sounds like what happens when you blow, sm- when you blow smoke out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you get a Vapor Tale. <laughs> uh, I, I put my 50th one up today. Hey. Uh, so 50 anniversary. Uh, so, uh, yeah, check that out as well. Anyone else got any other plugs? Uh, just the one that's in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> to keep the smoke in. <laughs> yeah. To cure his chicken pox. <laughs> to cure my brain farts. Uh, thanks very much. We'll see you later. Next week, I go back. Bye now. Shred my whip. Oh, Mama loves a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Always forget.